welcome back, Cadence. This is season four, episode one of The Squawk. I'm Deanna, and I'm here today with Dante and Ethan. Today we'll be discussing the upward trend of domestic violence, the 68 policies, and the Spanish club. So, speaking of domestic violence, which is a very serious topic, the violence and mistreatment directed towards women, not only at Air Academy um, throughout its history, but just throughout the world is something that's been happening very often. Um, Specifically at Air Academy, there have been only two students that have been at the center of its impact Um, within 10 years, really. It's been Denver Wolf in 2016 and Riley Whitlaw this year. So I guess really the big question is, what do you guys think is the reason behind its occurrence? And how do you think it can be averted? Um, I think it's the occurrence of a long-term tradition that uh, women have not always been the most respected and seen as very vulnerable targets. So it's a lot easier to you know target them instead of other people because they're seen as weaker and you know less than and even though as the world tries to progress it's still going to be that way unfortunately i think the only way i don't think there's like a definite way to fix it because it's just a very difficult thing and there's going to be people always out there that's going to think of women as vulnerable targets and are just going to target them maybe we could have a bit more fair justice system in terms of that, to put more of those people that target those women away. So there's less of them in the world, but with, you know, the more we put away, the more that those people are going to be created. Yeah. Well, I think, oh, sorry. Do you want to say anything? I I was just going to say, it just comes down to respect. I don't think people have the same respect for certain groups. Like, for instance, Riley Whitelaw, like she told her employers that she was uncomfortable with this person, yet they put them in the same shift again. So they obviously didn't respect what she said. Mm. Yeah. Um, Junior Kaya Reyes actually said um, that it's extremely common and even perpetrated in society as well as the media that violence against women is okay. As time goes on, the rate of young women either dying or falling victim to domestic violence continues to increase. Going off of what Reyes said, uh, I think that the generalization of this ill behavior is really a problem, but I think pointing out that it is a problem is a great start. And just like as you guys were talking about, there are solutions to it. It's not just the justice system, and it, it goes farther than that because the justice system can only do so much. The justice system is not going to stop the crime itself or any type of mistreatment. It's all due with respect, like Ethan was talking about. I think that it comes with the people you surround yourself to, because a lot of the times, if someone doesn't maybe speak out, or maybe they're not, they're letting it go on. For example, we were talking about Riley Whitlaw. With her situation, it was her manager. She spoke out towards her manager and what did her manager do nothing if a victim speaks out and nothing is done then that's a part of the problem 
what the school can do though is that it would be really important for them to perhaps educate students on topics such as gender equality, boundaries, and the dangers of normalizing this type of violence or mistreatment. I continued to talk to Reyes and she commented that we are all human and we all have the right to safety and respect within a learning environment. And she's right because it shouldn't matter your gender or uh, race or anything like that within the school environment. That shouldn't affect how someone views you or speaks to you. Um, and it is something that should be vital. I mean, I just pretty much agree with what you said. I'm just more interested on what drew you towards that topic. It was the recent death of Whitlaw. I think that it hit me hard. I had worked with her in a class a few times and knowing what happened to her and knowing that it has happened before in different situations, of course, um, I think definitely hits home. Even though it might seem on the outside that Denver Wolf and Riley Whitlaw are two completely different cases, they're actually quite similar. Both were committed by males and specifically with domestic violence. The definition overall varies in different states and countries, but its main thing is that it's associated with the act of violence or treatment being committed by someone that is a part of the victim's daily life, such as a partner, family member, or peer. But Air Academy does take measures to make sure that our students are safe, specifically security guard Dana Wingfield she said that checking in visitors and keeping the doors closed at all times are great ways to keep people safe. Um, specifically for students though, they have safe to tell and counselors are a great way to talk about serious topics such as this. That is honestly the best, probably one of the best ways the school can keep students safe. Um, and safe to tell is a great resource. Um, overall though, the tragedy of Denver Wolf and Riley Whitlaw can never be erased. It's important that we learn and grow from these situations. And we can do this by adding it to our own lives and the surrounding environment. The best way to really go about it is just advocating for it, making sure that any causes are prevented in the future. I think making sure that people are knowledgeable on this topic is the right direction of making sure that every person at Air Academy is given the opportunity for a long and healthy life. So speaking of such serious topics, um, we have the six to eight policies. Yeah, um, the six to eight policy, um, this comes from also a tradition of mistreating teachers. I do feel like, I mean, with Deanna's topic about mistreatment of women, I mean, if we're comparing it from like 50 years ago, we are getting slowly, we're slowly getting better, but it's going to take a very long time before we get, you know, to the desirable part we want. But with teachers, unfortunately, I feel like we're kind of at a state right now where we have to listen more. And with the six-state policy, it's where um, 
teachers have to sit, teach six out of eight classes. I have a question though. You said that we have to listen to the teachers more? Mm, well, in terms of like, not us as students, I feel like more like... Like corporate. Like yeah. What is being done to address the six day problem? Is there anything being done? Uh, well, not really, since I don't think they really care about it all that much. I mean, there are late starts that the school is implementing to really um, give more teachers like there's also plan periods too, so we teachers can, you know, plan their classes more, you know, because with the extra classes, you know, they gotta plan more stuff and gotta work more. Yeah, um, I was talking to uh, Miss Hall, English teacher, you know, where you've been. Uh, she said, in general, I feel that the six to eight change devalues teachers and takes time, and the time it takes to do our job well. I kind of struck with me because I feel like that the school does develop, not the school, more like the district devalues teachers as a whole because we kind of see them as, you know, less, but... But is, is that the district seeing them as less or is that students seeing them as less? Mm -hmm. Well, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I really think in this case, it's probably the district because us students didn't make the call. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think too. I mean, there's also definitely students that think of teachers well, yeah, less. Of course. Yeah, but um, I feel like the district overall thinks that teachers are kind of less in some way. But, I mean, the fact is, is that, you know, without teachers, you know, we wouldn't really have students, right? Because we need teachers to teach students, right? And we got to understand the value of there is more being done, but we got to do a lot more. What do you think should be done? I'm not really sure, but I feel like there is more things that could be done. Like, I think extra pay would help the teachers a lot more because they're already not getting paid that much. So I feel like extra pay would definitely help the teachers. Um, as Councillor Ms. Powell said, we need to attract and retain our teachers to keep them here. Because I feel like Air Academy has an excellent staff. And, you know, teachers do the stuff they do without any extra pay. I think I agree, though, for the most part, only because they're paid less to do more. So it's really not fair when they have to take time out of their day outside of school to plan out these classes that they're required to teach. Did the teachers say anything about what the district could do to improve? They did. Um... I actually got this from Miss Hall again, that uh, that they also need to pay the teachers more, and you know just more plan periods so they can like plan their classes better. But it, it's kind of a difficult situation because even it, it's kind of like a lot of the upper people thing to like ideas, I guess, to really help them. But I don't think we're kind of in a place right now where I don't. There's only so little that we can do as a, you know, students and, you know, principals and all that stuff. We just got to trust that superintendents really want teachers to stay here at the school or principals want, want teachers to stay here at the school, you know. Yeah, so speaking of teachers, Ethan, you had an article about the Spanish club, correct? I did, yes. Yeah. 
Um, so, yeah, to try to take it off a less serious note, I suppose. So the Spanish club just inaugurated all of the new members, and they're having a bunch of new people come try it out. And um, while they are continuing to grow, they would obviously like more people. So um, to, any pe to anyone like um, looking to uh, expand their horizons, I suppose, or broaden their knowledge of Spanish and the culture itself, um, they should recommend, or I recommend going to the National Spanish Honor Society and asking some of the people about it. First, there's a lot of um, requirements. Uh, even the president of the club said that, uh, Elidor. But what are the actual, any like little requirements? So you need a 3.75 GPA to get in. You need to be at least a sophomore and you need to be taking um, at least Spanish three or higher to be able to be admitted. And then once you're in, there are quite a few responsibilities, but the biggest one is showing up to meetings. Um, they have meetings once a month, um, and they, it's in the library, and they just talk about what the club is doing. It's more of a social gathering, I suppose. So other than like meetings and stuff, what do you guys do in there? Well, um, very few individuals, very lucky individuals, um, get to go on trips, yeah, abroad. Oh. So, but that's, that's for like the top individuals, so you have to work even harder once you obtain a membership. Are you one of those individuals? I am not one of those individuals, but I know a few of them. <laughs> Wait, where do they go? Um. Like Argentina? Yeah, South America. Yeah. Um, some of those countries, Argentina. I don't, I don't know about Argentina, but Mexico is one of the big ones. Oh, wow. Um. Yeah, and it's it's a really uh, good club. Um, comes highly recommended by multiple people, even people that um, are sometimes more negative in their tone. Um, Colin Mallory, he said it was actually a very enjoyable experience, which is surprising <laughs> oh, to hear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but on top of the trips, every once in a while they go out for dinner um, to a Spanish-speaking restaurant and they order in Spanish. And oh, wow. They just have a good time and enjoy the company. So it's more about surrounding yourself with like-minded people, um, people who you know strive for you know above average and not only academics but learning how to speak Spanish and the culture. Thank you for tuning in today. Make sure you join us for the next episode and listen to any of our previous seasons.